You're listening to First Basel. Welcome to First Fossil, a show where we learn together how to take that first fossil toward becoming the best versions of ourselves. My name is Candice Olushala, and it is the last episode of 2021. This past weekend was Christmas, and me and my cousins in our different locations here in the United States, overseas in South Africa, and even Nigeria, we threw a surprise birthday party for my grandmother in Nigeria. And she's just been such a powerhouse in our lives. And it was so great to see her over Zoom, talk with her, laugh with her, pray over her, love on her, and just hear from her. She's just such an amazing woman. And I've looked up to her ever since I was a little girl. And so today's episode is dedicated to her with her fight and her grit that she's had She's taught me a lot of things, and I've been reflecting on some of those things, actually, as the year's been wrapping up. I've been thinking about how the world can oftentimes feel like a sprint, but then it can also feel like a marathon. And it's a lot. It's definitely a lot. I have been really trying to make sure that what I do in life, especially where I am in life now, has a solid foundation. I want to lay a good foundation for the life I'm living and not just for me, but for my children and my children's children and my community and the generations in front of me, the people coming up behind me. I want to make sure that the foundation can be stood on by people other than myself. And it's hard. It's hard because the world around you often feels like it's sprinting towards something and that everyone around you has been running a sprint that's successful and amazing and glamorous and you feel like you can barely do a 5K. (laughs) Lord Jesus, some days I feel like I'm out here struggling to even train for a 5K of my life in this transition out of pharmacy practice into public speaking full-time and podcasting, life coaching, spiritual coaching, and being an entrepreneur. I mean, I didn't know I was going to be studying TikToks. I didn't know I was going to be figuring out marketing. I didn't know that this is where I would be in my life. And yet I'm loving every bit of it and also am processing how to keep moving forward because I'm in my beginning stages of doing life on my own in this capacity. I'm reminded of a time, story time with Candace. I'm reminded of a time in college. I think it was my freshman year, may have been my sophomore year, but I had a really good friend who was like a brother to me. And his name was Tucker. He's still one of my really good friends to this day. Brilliant man. He is such a catch. I watched 
young ladies on campus fawn over him and come to my dorm wondering how is it that I am friends with the Tucker? <laughs> and I said, it's easy. It's called say hello. Um, and it's also we're in the same classes and are studying pre-med together. So I have an opportunity to see him a lot as well as play an orchestra right in front of him as he played trombone and his slide would slide past my head while I played the French horn. So we had a really great bond. <laughs> Tucker was such a great, kind-hearted, God-fearing, loving, sweet, talented, handsome, powerfully minded person. Such a cool guy too. Anyone who spoke to him felt like they had this friend forever. And yet here I was on the other side of someone who I looked up to quite a bit, actually, in so many different ways. And I saw how other people admired him, no matter who it was or how they encountered him. And I was so insecure in who I was at the time. And I feel like most of my life, this has been a thing of mine where I've struggled with my weight. I was obese and felt so ugly. Heck, I couldn't even understand why someone like a Tucker who checked off almost every girl's box out there that I knew would even be friends with someone like me. I didn't see my value because of my weight. I thought my weight added to how people should see me. And I figured they should see me as someone to not be too close with because being associated with me meant bringing down who they were just being around someone who I thought was very ugly. Sad, right? <sighs> but Tucker, something told me that I could talk to Tucker about this struggle that I was having. I somehow worked up the courage to tell this young man who ladies fawned over. Of course, again, he was like my nerdy brother, so I didn't even think of it like that. But knowing how people really swooned over him, I felt really stupid even sharing that I was struggling with how I identified with my body, how I loved myself or didn't really. And Tucker listened to me. He heard me. He had compassion for me. And I kept telling him how I just wished that all the weight would just go away. I wish I could just wake up and the weight wouldn't even be there. I wish that I could just be like all the other beautiful women on campus and guys heads would turn looking at me or they wouldn't just see me as their little chubby sister or just their friend I wanted to be seen as more especially by myself and I didn't even think that was possible and Tucker said to me in such a kind kind manner Candace it's not a sprint it's a marathon. Go on your weight loss journey. I support that. I, I love you through that. You're my friend. And I want you to love yourself the way that God loves you. But don't just run through it. Take your time and go on that marathon towards a space and a person that you truly want to be. And I sat in those words, the it's not a sprint, it's a marathon. It's not a sprint, it's, it's a marathon. 
I even wrote it down on a piece of paper and I taped it on my closet door so I could see it every single day. So I wouldn't forget. Fast forward to now, I still battle with my weight. <laughs> yeah, I still battle with my weight, but it doesn't define me anymore. And it took going on that marathon training of my mind, of my emotions, of my own healing, of my own honesty with who I honestly saw myself to be and telling myself we weren't going to do that anymore. We were going to do better for the person that we want to be. It took that for me to realize that my weight does not hold that value. And had I been trying to sprint to it, I would have convinced myself for the remainder of my life that my weight was going to define every step of this journey that I have here. And that's crucial. It's crucial to get to a space where you realize running past the things that you don't want to face doesn't actually make it go away or just resolve everything, but it actually makes it blaring. It makes it blaring and you have to pretend like it's not. Haven't you been in that experience where you just want to ignore it or you want to hide from it and yet the emotions and the thoughts surrounding it cloud every aspect of your life? And you have to try to fake that you're fine? Like it's all good when you know it's not. So as I sit here at the end of 2021, pondering, how do I want to enter into 2022? I don't practice pharmacy anymore. I advocate for the profession and I advocate for public safety and public health through what happens in pharmacy. I'm a public speaker a life and spiritual coach. Obviously I podcast and there's so much more in store in the future. I even got a new planner. I got a Clever Fox Planner Pro hourly weekly planner this past week. And I just started writing out what I know is coming for sure in 2022 and to start picturing how I want to lay down a foundation for the next year. And I know I can plan and I know that God's going to order my steps and that 2022 is going to bring me surprises just as much as it's going to bring you some. Because we be planning <laughs> and God be changing. You know what I'm saying? He's got the blueprint. So we just have to trust that when we step, even when we make plans, that he'll see us through. However, just to sit and assess, reflect. The end of the year is such a great time to do this. Reflect and say, are there things that I'm still sprinting past? Are there things that I'm not honestly processing or I'm not honestly assessing or I'm not honestly asking help for or I'm not honestly opening up about with myself or with others that is preventing me from laying down a really good foundation that's preventing me from really running a solid race in my life have I missed lessons because I just don't want to look 
into the face of the things that I feel are holding me back or that are so ugly that to look at it would just add to what I already feel negatively towards myself. I get it. I understand. It's hard, especially when you don't think that there's anyone to confide in. That's hard. When you feel alone in trying to figure out life. But wouldn't it be awesome to feel like you have your footing? To feel like, yeah, I can do this. I I don't have to pretend that I do. I can train to be able to do this. There are people who have been running races in the Olympics for a long time, but they didn't start running these marathons. The sprint runners didn't start sprinting in the Olympics. They trained. They got a coach. They worked hard day and night. They studied other people ahead of them and around them who were doing the things that they were striving to do and better. They read, they studied, they watched videos, they worked out, they watched their diet. They did so many things to stay focused on how to improve so they can get to the space where they might be selected to be on the Olympic team and then even place and medal for the Olympic team. They did what they needed to do and it took a long time. It takes a long time to train for both a sprint and a marathon. So if there is something that we have to run fast through in life, sometimes has us do things really fast, to do it well. To do it well will be amazing. So let's strive to do that. But those marathons, and life is filled with a ton of marathons. Heck, life itself can be a marathon. But if we don't train, if we don't assess what is it that I need, And if we don't know, sometimes it means asking for help from someone who can guide us through figuring that out. Whatever it is that we need to do, that's why we're here, right? We're wanting to become the best versions of ourselves. And the best version of ourselves is really digging deep and understanding who we are, what we do, why we're here, and how to allow our most healed self shine. I don't know about you, but I'm ready for that. I'm ready for that in this part of my journey when it comes to growing my brand, becoming an empire. Yes, I said it, an empire. (laughs) And seeing where it all takes me. Enjoying the moments of, I have no idea, but I hope to figure it out. Or I hope to come up with something or run into someone who can help me do that the lack of clarity in some areas and the brightness in others where I can see exactly where to step. I want to take it all because I want to lay down a foundation that, again, will outlast me. So if you're ready for that, if you're ready to step into life training for the sprints and marathons, mainly marathons of our lives, Repeat after me. I want to be real with myself. I want to be grounded. I want to feel ready to embark on the life that is set before me.
It might be hard. It might come with its challenges. I might even get tired, but it will be worth it. I'm ready. Let's go. If you said that with me, I'm excited for you. I'm excited for where you are. I'm excited for where you're going. I'm excited for where you want to be. And I hope I can go on that journey with you. Meeting me here every week, figuring out ways to train for the races of our lives. And every phase of our life is going to have a different race to run. But as long as we're continuing to find ways to train, build up our strength, build up our courage, build up our, our ability to love ourselves, heal, grow, be edified by what life throws at us, it's going to be easier and easier to run all these races. And heck, maybe I will feel like a marathon now feels like a 5K. And I hope you do too. Because the training will be worth it. The fight for the medal, which is just fulfillment in life. What a glorious day that will be. Thank you guys so much for being on this journey with me the past year and a half. It has been amazing. We've seen a lot. We've gone through a lot together. And there's still so much more ahead of us. I'm excited for you. I'm excited for me. I'm excited for us. Where will we be this time next year? Who knows? Only God knows. I can't wait to see you next year, aka next week. <laughs> and I hope that your training goes well. Don't be afraid to ask for help when you need it. If you can't think of anyone to help you, reach out to me. Visit my website at www.firstbosso.com and look at ways that we can maybe work together. You can even submit an application to be a guest on my podcast and we could talk about it here, either openly or anonymously, however you decide. You can even find me on social media at Candice Olushala. And we can talk there and connect. I would love to hear from you guys. I always do. Thank you for those of you that share, listen, rate, subscribe. And I really appreciate the journey that we've been on. It's grown me too. So thank you. So until next time, I hope that... We'll see each other soon. I hope you have a wonderful end of your year. And with that, I leave you with this. Should all the acquaintance be forgot and never brought to mind? Should all the acquaintance be forgot and days of old lang syne for old lang syne my dear for old lang syne we'll take
a cup of kindness yet for days of all anxiety. Take care. Bye, guys.